Hello, I'm Braden. And I'm Michael. This is our third podcast. Yep, and today we will have a guest speaker. Let's welcome our guest speaker, Mr. Strunk, and he is a history teacher at Johnson Williams Middle School. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. What are we talking about today, Braden, Michael? We were thinking about the Battle of Midway and the Battle of Stalingrad. Awesome. A few questions for you. Okay. What is your favorite topic to teach about in World War II? There's a lot of, that I really like to teach about World War II. Probably two of my favorite things to talk about. The, the first would be D-Day. Whenever we get to D-Day, I like to talk about my grandfather. My grandfather was on the second wave. So that means after the first set of boats landed on the beaches, then his wave came in and he was an artillery uh, he was an artillery gunner. So that means he was sitting on the beaches firing shots probably like the size of your forearm up at Nazis on the beaches. And then I also like teaching about how do these different dictators come to rise to power in Europe? Like how, how does Europe let this happen? All these bad people emerge. What happened? What was the travesty going on, which we know today was the Great Depression? How did we let this happen to begin with? What is the least known thing about World War II in your opinion? I'd say that there's constantly things that we're discovering that, that we, or things that, that we're starting to realize that we just didn't recognize before. And, and one of those things, I think, is whenever we, we look at how Mussolini and other people started to invade northern Africa and take over, and that was kind of like a prelude. Uh, but the biggest prelude that, that a lot of people ignore is the Spanish Civil War. Before World War II, Spain was undergoing this revolution and, and all this conflict, and the dictator Francisco Franco rises to power. But what a lot of people don't talk about is how the Axis powers were secretly helping Francisco Franco, and the Allied powers were helping out the Republic of Spain's forces. So the, there was they used this time in Spain to kind of test their new toys and, and test the weapons that are eventually going to go on to wreak mass havoc and, and lots of death and destruction during the War II. The Battle of Midway was an important Pacific battle for the United States, fought in the Midway Atoll. An atoll is a ring of a small islands formed by a corral. Do you enjoy teaching about the battles on the Pacific Front in World War II? I do. I think it's a, it's a cool thing to be able to spend some time about because we spend so much time talking about Adolf Hitler and, and how do we defeat him that we also forget that the reason we get into this war in the first place is because the Japanese attack us. And so spending some time looking at the battles of Midway, Coral Sea, you know, obviously reflecting on Pearl Harbor and, and Iwo Jima too, there's a lot of really important things that, that go on there that help take the United States military and, and move them forward to where they're to really where they get to in 2018 today. What is your favorite battle on the Pacific Front? I love Iwo Jima. I don't, have you guys seen the photo from Iwo Jima? The With, flag? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the flag one, where all the soldiers are putting in the flag. I think that that picture that they take at the end of the battle, after after all the fighting that went on, is, it's a real testament to the American spirit, saying that you know through everything, through all the conflict, all the bloodshed and, and the fighting, at the end of the day, these soldiers did this out of a desire to serve their country and serve people like you and me who you know, were not soldiers. And they did that to defend our freedom so that whenever you know, we do say the Pledge of Allegiance in the morning and whenever we, we stand up for the national anthem at baseball games and things like that, it's, it's those sort of things that we can look back to Iwo Jima and say, yeah, we, we can see people fought and died for our rights to be able to do that. And for our flag. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This specific battle was fought against the Japanese like in the Battle of Pearl Harbor. When was this Battle of Midway fought? This battle's fought in the very beginning of June, like June 4th to June 7th, and it's fought in 1942. Up to this point, Japanese soldiers and, and the Japanese Navy are constantly, it seems like, crippling and, and attacking the United States. At the end of Pearl Harbor, whenever our, our Navy's coming 
or whenever our navy's attacked, it, it really cripples our our fighting forces out on the Western Front or out in the Pacific Front, I should say, or the war in the Pacific. And so up, up to the point of the Midway, it was about a 50-50 split, but you know, as, as I'm sure you all know, and it's something that I teach about too, Midway's that turning point. That's the point where the Allied powers are able to start to take care of business in the, the Pacific. Battle. Yeah, exactly. The U.S. admirals involved in this battle were Chester Nitz, Frank Fletcher, and Raymond Sprantz. The U.S. used their remaining aircraft carriers and planes to damage the Japanese Navy. This battle was considered an advancement in the American code breaking, using Chester Mitz to break the Japanese fleet codes to uncover the plans for the battle. This intelligent act on the American side led them to win the decisive battle in World War II and in United States history. The Battle of Stalingrad was a battle fought in Stalingrad, now Volgograd, Russia. This city is known for its resistance in the Battle of Stalingrad. This battle was the largest confrontation in World War II history. The battle lasted five long and challenging months. Most of this battle was fought in thick snow on Russian turf, but tanks passed this challenge for foot soldiers. This battle had the lonesome Soviet Union on the Allies in Germany, Hungary, Romany, Italy, and Croatia on the Axis. The Germans wanted to take over Stalingrad because it was a big area for Soviet communications, manufacturing, and oil. The Soviets were a perfect target because they were devastated during Operation Barbosa. What was Arbor Operation Barbarossa? Operation Barbarossa was a, a really interesting event because before this, there was this agreement called the Nazi-Soviet Pact where the Nazis and the Soviet Union worked together and they agreed not to attack each other whenever Hitler began Blitzkrieg in Poland. So after Hitler conquers Poland, he splits it with the Soviet Union and they both kind of go their separate ways until Operation Barbarossa. And this is where Hitler tries to bring Blitzkrieg into Russia and dominate them. The you know, fortunate thing for us is, since we live in, in an allied country, and the unfortunate thing for Hitler was that as Hitler was invading, he could have very easily defeated, defeated the, uh, the Russians at Stalingrad. He could have very easily taken the entire Soviet Union. But at the same time that Hitler is invading Russia, Italy is being crushed by the Greeks and, and other countries in the Balkans. So Hitler has to split up some of his forces and slow down his attack in Russia. And so as... Hitler starts to pick back up again, all of a sudden winter comes in Russia. And I'm going to give you two some advice in case you ever want to take over the world in the future. Do not invade Russia in the winter. It never works. Napoleon tried it back in the 18, or late 1700s, uh, 1800s. You know, we, we saw it attempted in, in other wars too, and we see here Hitler tries it. It's just really cold, and, and troops are not ready for that kind of freezing cold temperatures to, to hit them. The German Luftwaffe bombed Stalingrad during the battle as an offense mechanism. Over one million soldiers died during this battle. A little over one million soldiers per army. Whoops, I'm at two million. Whoops, I'm going chase that. Later in this battle, the fighting moved into the heart of town onto the streets. The Soviets won this battle because the Germans had surrendered and because the Russians never gave up. Thank you for giving time to our wonderful guest speaker, Mr. Strunk. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome.